Quarterback controversy is afloat in Tempe. Herm Edwards talks about who, who's got the edge right now. Spoiler alert. He said no one's got the edge right now. Is the guy even on the team? That is a conversation that Herm wants to have. And then potential scholarships that are still available. What's going on there for Arizona State football? This is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw. I'll be one of your guides here today for everything Arizona State Sun Devils football, sometimes basketball, sometimes other stuff. But in the meantime, go ahead and make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you get your podcast because this podcast is free and available on all platforms, which includes but is not limited to Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, the Odyssey app, Pretty much wherever you get your podcast in an audio platform, we're there and available Monday through Friday. We are also on YouTube if you would like to subscribe there and see our beautiful faces as we talk about everything Arizona State. Go ahead and make sure that you're following us on Twitter as well. You can follow me at RichieBrads36. You can follow Connor, my co-guide here, at Cedrios. And you can follow the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Connor, before we get started, I just want to say it's good to have you back. As much as I love having the freedom to run this podcast by myself, it is nice to have company for, you know, three more episodes until you ditch me. Hey, three whole episodes of fun. You can't put a price on that, Richie. Nope, this is very true. And in the meantime, we should be getting number one friend of the podcast, Donnie Druin, on as well. So keep an eye out for that. But in the meantime, it is time to go ahead and get this started. Connor, the quarterback controversy we knew was coming. It's officially here an update that we had from spring ball that I talked about earlier in the week. Trent Borgay was the one who mainly was getting the starting reps with the first team. Right now, the quarterback race is between Trent Borgay and Paul Tyson. That seems to be the de facto top two options for Arizona state. However, we haven't completely ruled it out. And Herm has, we'll start here before we get that far. Herm has basically said that we're only one one bit of spring practice in there's only been one day obviously there's no definitive leader one way or the other yeah that being said herm took one look at these guys one practice and like all right maybe we'll go get a quarterback in the spring who knows who knows no but like to your point it's one practice so for them to to not name a starter not a surprise at all even if someone had looked so incredibly uh just great in practice and even if they thought this is probably going to be the guy. What if someone gets released or not released? It, it, it's college. But what if someone enters a transfer portal that you think someone gets fired? Right. Yeah, exactly. Someone gets fired from their school as a college kid. And you just think this could be our quarterback. We're they trying to save scholarships, son. We're very sorry to let you go. <laughs> We're gonna we know you're going into your senior year. But no, no, sorry. Can't do that anymore. Maybe that'll get the attention of some of the older folks who are like, oh, they're getting a scholarship to play college ball. Y'all know who you are. They do know who they are, Rizzi. <laughs> but the point being is like, is is anything Herm has said about the quarterbacks, it's not like we didn't see it coming. It's one practice. And, and again, like we'll, we'll talk a little bit later on, maybe who can kind of fill in that position if somebody does become available uh, from another school. But 
it's one practice. Is Borgay being uh, maybe the, the leader so far that surprising? No. It's a new offense with Glenn Thomas as their offensive coordinator, so it's not like he knows the system better per se, but he might at least have a little bit more reps, obviously, with some of the other wide receivers on the team. So for him to be the quote-unquote leader of the pack after one practice is not surprising at all. No, definitely not. And and again, kind of playing on that point is Borgay has the experience with this team. He's been there for, is this his third year, right? I think he's going to his junior year. Correct? Yeah, yeah. So he's been here for a little bit and has some chemistry with the receivers. And more importantly, he understands the way that the coaching staff works, at, at least Herm Edwards, because obviously yeah. Zach Taylor is gone. But he does have Zach an Hill. understanding. And a- well, Zach Taylor is gone. <laughs> Zach Taylor is in Cincinnati. Zach Hill is gone. And that 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 could be very troubling for Borgay to take that step forward because he doesn't have the starting experience and now he does have to learn a new offense. However, the chemistry is very important and he on the surface definitely has Herb's trust. It's not a surprise that day one, he is going to be getting the the first team reps. He deserves those first team reps. However, don't be surprised if tomorrow on Thursday that our guy, Paul Tyson gets first team reps. I feel like it's going, I feel like it's going to be, kind of a teeter-tarter back and forth to kind of level these guys out, at least for right now, because there's not much competition behind them. But that is something that we are going to talk about right now, actually, is Connor. Herm Edwards even brought up, is the guy even on the roster right now? Like, we don't know yet. Like, we're keeping our options open here. The transfer portal still has quite a few guys in the portal both big names, small names, and guys who are familiar with the program. Can we really rule out bringing in another guy here? No, and I think even if spring ball goes well, I mean, really, like, unless a guy really separates himself, that's kind of going to answer the question for Herm Edwards and the company. But um, if even if they do have a guy they think can lead this team, if a big name, and I'm, I'm going to ruin it right now, the big name that we are hoping comes to the program is probably going to be JT Daniels, JT Daniels. the biggest name that's probably going to be able to enter the transfer portal as far as what we hear is rumored so far. Unless we can get him, it's not like there's a, a huge level of excitement there. Um, her members also did bring up an interesting point. Uh, and now I, I'm struggling to remember some of the names right now, but he was talking about even in the Pac-12, like quarterbacks coming into play via the transfer portal and starting immediately. Uh, Utah, I believe, had a quarterback that had done that. And then uh, after Herbert had left, I believe the quarterback for Oregon was also a transfer portal player. So he's even cited uh, other teams within the conference to be able to do this and have success, right? Those are the two best teams in the Pac-12 from last year. So it's not not going to be surprising if it's going to be Paul Tyson who's already coming through the transfer portal or if it's going to be uh, a JT Daniels uh, coming in. Another name, Richie, that you brought up before the podcast started, even someone that already kind of knows the system, or not system, I should say, but at least is, is familiar with the team. Uh, one of them could be Ethan Long, right? Ethan Long has been here, I think, he was, I don't remember if he was at least a freshman last year, but someone who's been on the team. Um, I'm not quite sure how likely that one is, only because I don't think he thought he could maybe even beat out Borgay. And now with Paul Tyson transferring before he even made up his mind in the transfer portal, it was probably too much competition for him. I'm not quite sure I see a former in-house option coming back to the program. And that includes Jaden Daniels. I know, surprise, surprise. Uh, but there are other bodies out there. And I'm going to say this right now, even if it's not JT Daniels, there's going to be 
probably one, maybe even two surprise names out there where it's like, ooh, so-and-so is transferring? ASU's got to get on that right now. Regardless of how well spring ball goes, they're not going to name a starter after spring because they want to see who possibly enters the transfer portal in just a couple weeks. Yeah, and for what it's worth, there is another guy out there from Arizona State, Nathan Manning. Yep. No relation, unfortunately. But there, there are two Arizona State quarterbacks who have entered the transfer portal, and it's not uncommon to see these guys take their names out of the portal and come back. However, it doesn't feel very likely. We are obviously hoping for JT Daniels with no offense to Borgay or to Tyson. Sure. Daniels is a very, very, excuse me, very talented quarterback. He just has dealt with injuries and then has gone to situations where there are established quarterback options and just isn't going to get better options. Like better options. Like who doesn't like Stetson Bennett better than JT Daniels? Apparently Georgia. But right. Yeah. So definitely hoping for, for Daniels on that one, but we'll, we'll see Richie, right? Like we're, we're going to hear after each practice, wouldn't be surprised if Paul Tyson, as you were saying, is going to be the starter uh, for that practice, getting reps with the first team and hopefully seeing how these guys can start to differentiate themselves as players and, and figure out a, an internal pecking order. Right. But until uh, we, we kind of get through transfer portal season, uh, and we'll talk about maybe some other positions that they might look to fill as well. Quarterback's definitely going to be one of them. I'd be very surprised that they name uh, a starting quarterback option until probably even probably right before the season start, unless a big name becomes available and changes the, uh, changes teams over to Arizona State. Precisely. So there's still a lot of time to go. There's still a lot of uh, spring practices left to go. So nothing is even remotely decided yet. We're going to see how this shakes out. So in the meantime, we'll be here covering it for you. But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and hop into our first break. When we return, we're going to stick on the topic of the transfer portal and Herm Edwards' overall thoughts of it. This is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Guys, March Madness starts tomorrow. Tomorrow. You know it is that time of year where you're building your brackets and we're doing the exact same thing. But if you're going to be building your brackets here and you're going to be watching March Madness, you guys got to be using Stat Hero. Stat Hero's NCAA single game pick'em pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage and start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage resulting in their games, uh, their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you're going up against. In addition to their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take head-to-head. They simply post sets of players for you to take on with sets of players you choose. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way for you to get your sports action fix. The sleek, simple gameplay will have you playing in minutes. This is what daily fantasy was meant to be. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on. And for a 100% deposit match at stathero.com slash locked on, use the promo code locked on. For 100% match, stathero.com slash locked on. Again, promo code locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Guys, we know how hard it is to keep to your New Year's resolutions. This year, stick to your resolution. Eat right. Eat a built Bar. It's almost not even a resolution because we actually enjoy eating them. 
If you haven't heard of the Puffs by now, you guys are missing out because Puffs are one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are fan favorites, with some incredible favorites like yummy cinnamony churro, coconut, marshmallow, banana cream pie, and more. They're so good, they're going to become your new favorite. And of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate, while being low-calorie, high-protein, all the good stuff. Replace your candy bars with these. They're better, and a typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Compare it. Compare Built Bars to a candy bar. 240 calories compared to 130 calories for Built Bar. 30 grams of sugar compared to 4 grams of sugar. Dozens of net carbs in candy bars compared to just 4 net carbs in Built Bar. With so many different flavors to choose from as well, you guys need to go to BuiltBar.com right now. Check out BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code Locked On to receive 15% off your order. That's promo code, excuse me, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, guys, and as always, thank you so much for making the Locked On Sun Devils podcast your first listen every day. In case you missed it, go back and check out the Locked On Bracket Breakdown on the Locked On podcast feed and YouTube channel. College basketball experts Chris Gordy, Andy Patton, and betting expert Lee Sterling give you an in-depth breakdown on every single matchup. All right, Connor, let's go ahead, get into our second segment here. We talked briefly about the transfer portal, but now it's time to talk about it a little bit more. Specifically from the perspective of our one and only head coach, Herm Edwards, who had quite a bit to say regarding the transfer portal today. Yeah, Herm, and I, I hear where he's coming from. And, and the position he's in, you guys will understand in just a second. Herm Edwards uh, is quoting this. Uh, he's quoted saying that the transfer portal is a little bit of a mess. He termed it a lot as college free agency. And, and then that's to be honest. Which is what it closest, is. Like, that's what they have. That's the closest thing they have to, to NFL free agency. So for him to say it's a little bit of a mess, and I think I already mentioned this a little early on. Uh, if not, maybe you and I were talking about this off mic. Like, uh, Herm Edwards says he does not like the transfer portal strictly because, or at least isn't as big of a fan of it, only because it takes away potential scholarships from incoming uh, high school players. So, and, and I, I get where he's coming from. Now, for ASU to have eight players to go to the combine, what could have been nine if you included Tyler Johnson, uh, that's nine players that they kind of have to be able to fill in very sizable roles, right? That's a lot of very good players that contributed for this ASU team. That's not going to be very easy to do. And you're not going to get that with nine incoming freshmen, right? That would be extremely hard to do for an Alabama team. Seriously, like for, for you to be able to re uh, replace all of that in an instant is not easy to do. Right. Therefore, they can only turn to the transfer portal. So regardless of how Herm Edwards feels about it, it's certainly not his MO in terms of when he's been here. They've hit the, the transfer portal heavy and hard every single time they've been here. This is, this is pre-allegations to... Um, all the recruiting violations they had, right? This was pre-2021's recruiting class where they were dead last in the Pac-12, one of the potentially the worst recruiting class they've ever had as a, a school, right? Where they only had one four-star player and a ton of people leaving in the same uh, offseason for them. So he has to hit the transfer portal. That being said, he made a comment about holding off on some of the scholarships until after spring ball. And for the exact same reason that he's holding off, waiting until seeing what quarterbacks are available, they need to fill in some other positions, right? 
So they're holding off for those scholarships and we'll talk towards the very end, how they can use those remaining scholarships, maybe what positions they should tackle. But Herm Edwards at least has come out publicly saying he's not a big fan of the process, even though he has indulged heavily in it. See what they can tackle. I see what you did there. Very, very, uh, very punny of you. I don't think I said that. You did. You absolutely did. You said, what, well, what? talking about the transfer portal, you were like, we'll see. We'll see uh, what kind of positions they can tackle. But I'm oh, mm. yep. no, not done on purpose. Okay. Uh, That's fair. I'm, I'm sure you're just trying to play it off. But yeah, there, there's all sorts of different directions, different positions that they should continue to take a look at and make investments in. There's there's holes in the secondary. They need more depth on the offensive line. They could use some more receivers. They could they could use quarterback options that we talked about. There's all sorts of different positions that Arizona State should consider. And, and obviously this needs to this needs to happen after quite a few spring practices because you can't just overreact after one or two practices. You can't overreact after one week. But with that being said, this is a roster that is replacing a lot of talent and experience. So Arizona State needs to be heavy-handed when it comes to being aggressive and attacking free agency, a.k.a. the transfer portal. There are talented guys out there, Connor. They've already done a really good job in bringing in some very interesting, interesting players to add to this team and potentially get them back on the right track. So we'll see. There's, like I said, there's still plenty of guys. And as the, as the off season continues to progress, I'm sure that this podcast will take more and more looks at guys who are sitting there potentially available to get snatched up. Yeah. So I, I want to say they've already brought in about 10 guys so far, and we've got some pretty big names in terms of guys that's maybe replaced. Like an example for Rashad White. Bringing in Zavian Valade is a guy you and I are both very excited about, even if he's not necessarily the lead back. We're going to figure that out from spring ball, kind of figuring out who's going to be maybe the bell cow if they do have one. Obviously, they might be running a little bit of a uh, three-headed monster or at least uh, multiple running back kind of system, right? So even if it's not totally Valade, getting a guy of his caliber through the transfer portal, you can't say it's not a positive, especially after losing a guy like Rashad White and obviously losing Chip Traynham to Ohio State. So being able to bring in a guy like that, certainly super helpful. Uh, bringing in some other players, uh, they've got multiple pieces along the offensive line. You and I have talked multiple times in this podcast about you can't lose Kellen Deesh and Donovan West and expect maybe an incoming freshman to be able to take care of, of what they were doing before. It'd be nice if you had somebody in-house, but those guys certainly don't grow on trees and they don't necessarily do that here in the Pac-12. right. Uh, this is not quite one of the, uh, the blue blood schools of college football. They don't necessarily have those guys or blue chip players waiting in the wings so uh again hitting the transfer portal hard or even switching some of the players they have on their offensive line to make all these puzzle pieces fit is gonna be what they have to do so they've made very effective use of it so far and how how these guys all shape up we don't know right they've brought in some exciting players and that's exactly what you said before we like some of these guys there's a chance some of them don't work out right they brought in 10 guys several of those guys are more than likely going to be starters there's no guarantee those guys work out or even fill in what other players were doing before, right? Mm -hmm. We've got multiple safeties, uh, whether it was corners, saving Valdez as a running back, offensive lineman. We have we run in a Division II offensive lineman whose name's escaping me right now, uh, and, and there's it seems like there's a lot of talk about him potentially starting. Well, that's cool in theory. Once you're going up against actual Division One talent, 
that's a totally different ballgame. So we're going to have to give this time once we go through spring practices and obviously watching a little bit through the preseason. 100%. There's a lot of time between now and then, Connor. So we'll be sure to keep an eye on that. Let's go ahead, hop out of this segment, head into our final break. When we return, we got to talk about some potential additions that Arizona State could make in terms of scholarships or even keeping them in-house. This is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? And while the person at the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the exact same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving your service for over 20 years. Rock Auto is reliably low price for every single customer, and they have everything you could ever need. Brake parts, uh, tail lamps, motor oil, and now even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find solutions to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, guys. Again, thank you guys so much for tuning in, making us your first listen every day. Connor, hit me with this. We have scholarships available. What exactly do we want to do with these scholarships? Yeah, to my knowledge, the amount that we have available is not quite public knowledge. So when Herm talks about remaining scholarships, we don't know if they have three. We don't know if they have eight. Like seriously, they, they could be bringing in just a, a couple of players after spring ball. But regardless, it, it's got to be we're going to be tackling specific positions, right? We talked about how the offensive yeah, line tackling. You did it again. I'm going to stop using that word for the rest of my life. My apologies. <laughs> But we've talked about how the offensive line is going to be a little bit reworked. It wouldn't be surprising if they see, especially if there is a solid name, somebody they like and think is talented can come in and start for them. Uh, somebody coming in to replace the offensive line. Richie, the elephant in the room, in my opinion, not outside of quarterbacks. Obviously, that's a big one with Jaden uh, Daniels leaving, but wide receiver. Regardless of it, an in-house option right now or another quarterback coming in, if someone's looking at this roster and they think, who am I throwing to? Like, seriously, who, who's your bread and butter in this offense? You can say, Oh, we have Andre Johnson, question mark. We have Chad Johnson's kid, Chad Johnson Jr., question mark. LV Bunkley Shelton, Ricky Pearsall. Like none of those guys, if I'm a quarterback coming to play for this team, get me going, yeah, okay, I want to come play for you guys. Wide receiver's got to be the, the easiest one. But at the same time, a lot of people leaving through the transfer portal, they're guys that are, are leaving and they don't, don't necessarily have uh, playing time right in front of them at their current school. So it's not like some X wide receiver is going to drop out of the skies and fall right into ASU's lap. So they're kind of working with what they got, right? If they didn't rec uh, uh, if they didn't bring somebody into this last recruiting class or they don't develop an Andre Johnson on the outside to be that guy, you might be out of luck at the wide receiver position, but certainly one they might take a look at. Now, I think running back, obviously, they're, they're pretty – I don't want to say stacked, but they seem to have found a solution there. So as far as the offensive side of the ball goes, they might be okay outside of the other positions that I talked about defensively yeah. go, go ahead, go ahead. Go. finish your thought defensively we'll, we'll talk about that uh in just a little bit but defensively might be where they they look to attack it a little bit more obviously outside of quarterback which is going to be the biggest need that they still have 
Definitely, man. And another thing to keep in mind here is that these these uh, scholarships that they have could also be used as kind of like a reward system. And that's not to say like they're dangling it in front of these guys. That's not it's not a carrot being held over their head. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like you have walk on guys a lot of times. And I know that Arizona State has some walk on guys. And it's those guys that work their you know what's off and prove to everybody out there that they are worthy of this kind of praise that a school will reward them. And they'll say, you know what, Connor, you've done such a good job for this football team that we're going to hand you this scholarship. Yeah, here's your carrot. You're such a jerk. No, but I mean, that's another thing to keep in mind here is that they could easily keep these scholarships in-house to hand out to some of their guys who were walk-ons or potentially just straight up weren't playing with scholarships. So that that's probably the biggest the biggest thing to keep in mind here. But again, I mean, you're also looking towards trying to add guys to this roster. The wide receiver position definitely needs a little bit of work. And having those scholarship opportunities to present to these players is definitely a draw for these guys. This is this is absolutely something that Arizona State could use to their advantage after having a weak signing day because of everything that's going on within the program regarding the investigation from the NCAA and whatnot. So this is a really nice tool that Arizona State still has to their advantage, and I'm very curious to see how they're going to use it. The year is 2028. ASU still doesn't know what the violations are going to be handed down to them. They're just expecting something to happen. Meanwhile, they can't recruit anybody to this team, and they are struggling to get talent in the building. We'll see when the NCAA finally decides to act on that, but hopefully it is sooner rather than later. Now, the defensive side of the ball, uh, as I had mentioned, we've seen some, uh, or we kind of have some notes from the first day of spring practices. Uh, I don't know if the secondary is, is uh, shaking out quite as we expected it. I wanted to say uh, one of the Markhams, I want to say it was Keon. Keon Markham was starting at one of their safety positions. Then they brought over the kid from Hawaii. I think that might have been starting opposite. Uh, Corey him. Bethley. Yes. Corey Bethley. Um, so the, the defensive side, I feel like as far as spring ball goes, like obviously they're, they're figuring out positions to battle. Uh, so that, that for my money is going to be the most interesting aspect as far as the defense goes. Cause your front seven is, I don't want to say set, but you just, you have a lot of names that you're very comfortable with already. Right. Eric Gentry, who's been talked about as far as maybe adding on a little bit of size so far. Uh, so you definitely think he's hit the weight room in the off season, which is definitely going to be nice playing a linebacker for you. Uh, but then you also have Connor Soley. Uh, and then, uh, uh, oh gosh, I'm like on the other uh, linebacker's name starts with an R. Oh, Rodney gross. Yeah. I kept wanting to say Quincy Roche, but I'm like, well, not quite real quick. Merlin Robertson is back. Oh, is he? Does he still have eligibility? They, I talked to uh, Donnie about this the other day because I was confused. I was caught off guard. They were given an extra year of eligibility because of that. COVID COVID Yep. Okay. Interesting. So wide receiver Brian Thompson is back, as is linebacker Merlin Robertson, which is a huge, huge deal for this Arizona State defense. Yeah, if that's the case, like unless somebody looks that bad in practice, your linebackers are, are basically set, right? Um, and then obviously once you move, guy. yeah, and then once you go to, um, he'd be a name I'm interested a little bit if he enters the transfer portal again. Just because if he thought that uh, uh, Robertson was going to be gone as well, and he almost had a starting job almost guaranteed, I'm curious if he had a time. 
Uh, obviously, you have the defensive line almost somewhat set. You have a ton of depth at defensive tackle, right? Whether it was uh, BJ Green from last year, uh, Omar Norman Lott, uh, yeah, Travez Moore, Moore com coming back. Uh, and then obviously, you have uh, 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 Lole, right? Jermaine Lole from, right. uh, uh, from last year at the triceps injury. So the secondary is where I'm going to be watching. But even if they don't get it all figured out in spring ball, I think they could use uh, one of those scholarships to potentially kind of fill a gap there if they need to. And we'll see. There, There is so much time between now and the end of August to figure this out. And there's tons of spring practices left to go. These are all overreactions. This is just us putting out into the world what we think. With that being said, let's go ahead and wrap up this Wednesday edition of the Locked on Sunnivals podcast. As always, thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every single day. Remember, this podcast is free and available on all platforms, which includes YouTube, if you would like to come see our beautiful faces. You can also see us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the Odyssey app. Wherever you get your podcasts on an audio platform, we're there. Go ahead, subscribe, follow, like, share, comment, all that good stuff. Follow us on Twitter as well. You can follow me at RichieBrads36. You can follow Connor at Ctrio. So you can follow the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Now go ahead and make your second listen locked on NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. Just like the Locked on Sun Devils, it's free and available on all platforms. And until next time, you go ahead and keep it locked right here. Unlocked on NFL, or <laughs> this is not the locked on NFL draft. Unlocked on Sun Devils.